Hello, Angel. I'm Ruth Geis, and this is episode eight of the Boost Angel podcast. Plucked from the rose that is Mouthing Off Academy of Communication and Kick Alsory every Wednesday. Our mission is to brighten your day and someone else's. At the end of every podcast, we, you and me, and our guest today will deliver someone else a boost. So today I'm excited to introduce my guest, Australian born and bred, but now living and loving life with Queen Jacinda in Aotearoa. From DigiTeach NZ, please welcome Vanessa Stuffles. Kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora. Nice to see you. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited that you are here. So Vanessa and I have known each other for about 12 months now. We took a course on how to put together an online course and we've been hanging out together ever since. This year, Vanessa took the leap out of being employed to being self-employed. And so no more side hustle for Vanessa. DigiTeach is now among other things, is now Vanessa's main meal. And so today I've asked Vanessa to share her story so far and have a chat about casting off the safety net and maybe have a little chat about taking risks. So Vanessa, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, Sure, thank you. I have been a teacher for years and years and years and absolutely loved it. Like all teachers, we love what we do, but it's really long hours. The the workload is pretty huge. Um, But the the upside is you always get to see people like your students get really excited when they figure things out. And that's why we do what we do. So it helps empower someone, someone else. So I've always encouraged my students and now I have adults students or clients uh, to take a responsible risk and try something new not an irresponsible risk you don't want to climb on the tallest tree and jump out but a responsible (laughs) calculated risk so I figured I'd better uh, follow my own advice so about a year ago my partner and I decided to move to one of the most beautiful places in New Zealand that we've always loved and we knew absolutely nobody But the move sparked the idea for my own business because I wanted to continue doing something I love without the hideous hours and Mm -hmm. I've never looked back. It's been one of the best years of my life and I keep saying to people, I should have done this earlier, I should have done this earlier, but I think it's also my past experiences that has helped helped out with this past year, making the business more of a success. Yeah. Mm. Because it is very much you will have, you know, have those feelings of, oh my goodness, what am I doing? And it's easy to think about running for the safety of a real job. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. It's, I mean, it's security having a real job. I mean, you know, we don't say real job, a salary job. Yes. It is security. (laughs) It is security. So yeah, you you are taking a big risk, taking that security away. Yeah. Yeah. But so how long um, did it take you from thinking about going out on your own to actually doing it? Um, about 18 months. So we went on a holiday about um, a couple of years ago and I didn't want to come home. <laughs> I was just like, why am I doing things this way? I don't want to be going back and doing what I'm doing. I mean, where where we live. Right? Yeah. And um, so we came home and just went, you know what, let's just do it. Why? Why, why are we staying here? I mean, 
my kids have grown up and you know we're not tied to any schools or anything like that anymore and so we just thought well let's just do it so we took the leap and then I thought well I love what I'm doing in my job so Mm. how can I make that work in a new place there was a lot of a lot of prep beforehand a lot of um, doing this small business setup and a lot of learning then we just decided to go for it so I did it as a side hustle for six months because I wanted just to keep that security for a little bit and then um, went completely full-time in the middle of this year which is brilliant what do you think your what was the biggest fear that was coming up for you firstly absolute lack of income I would lie in bed thinking oh my goodness I know I have a good idea I know I can make the business work but it's going to take time it's not going to work on day one you need build up so um that was my main fear but when we moved we sold we sold our house so i had savings in the bank to fall back on i had that safety net which did make things a lot easier um the other part was also oh maybe they won't like me maybe i'll go out and you know i think that's everybody's fear maybe they won't um because i knew nobody but i had to um just suck it up really and go and um, meet people so i joined a lot of clubs and groups and that weren't necessarily my interests but just at the start to meet yeah. new people because we're starting from scratch so yeah they're the two biggest fears I had for sure just on that actually because you know networking's my my jam and I yeah. know that so at the beginning you did actually you just walked into people's um, businesses and introduced yourself did you have a couple of days of doing that yes no there was door <laughs> knocking there was much door knocking and letterbox drops and um, lots of things like that just so people would see my face being a small town there's only about 5,000 people but it's a holiday town but the locals there are about 5,000 people so most people will remember you if your photo's somewhere so um, I did a lot of um, I joined Rotary because I knew that that was small business or not small business but business networks and just got out and did a lot of volunteer work and that's where I met a lot of people and got a lot of work leads through because obviously it's who you know a lot of the time as well yeah absolutely and, and I'd yeah and I and I had a, I have a reputation where I was where I was teaching for 20 odd years but moving to a new place you've got no reputation there people don't know who you are so it's yeah it's that starting from scratch and making sure that people know you so how do you think it's panned out so far so it's been about yeah, about half a year on 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 full yeah. time it's been yeah. about half a year on full time and I'm incredibly busy so it's succeeding and um, it took a few months obviously to get a regular income coming in yeah but um that, that's happening now and I'm working probably a few more hours than I'd like to but I know that that's just the start of things and um I have to organize myself better because I'm really in it for the lifestyle as well but actually it's been the best year of my life you know I've done a lot of personal growth and a lot of business um, research and all those sorts of things and I still get guilty if I take a weekday off I still feel really really guilty (laughs) it'll be a stunning day and um, we'll go let's go down to the lake and I'll just be sitting there thinking I'm being really naughty so it's taken a long time to get out of that mindset you're wagging um, you're wagging work yeah I know I know even though I work through the weekend sometimes and I know in my head that I'm perfectly entitled to it 
it's um yeah it's just getting out of that salaried position brain set mindset you know what i mean yeah oh and, i do i i yeah. still feel it I, it's like oh, i'm gonna go and have lunch with the girls oh should i it's a weekday <laughs> i know i know it's crazy crazy but i'll get used to these days off so yeah it's been doing really well i'm happy really happy. excellent what would be your advice for anyone thinking of making that career leap like having just um, been in the thick of it make sure you're doing something that you love because you mm-hmm. need a high level of motivation to keep going and i you know i think we all do i struggle sometimes with motivation getting up and getting yourself sorted um and i think work on yourself as much as you work on your business because okay. it's a huge learning curve it's a huge learning curve and um you need to make sure that you are resilient and you have your head in the right place and you are happy to deal with rejection or failures or mistakes and all those sorts of things because if you're not in a strong mindset personally then you can't i don't think you can't you can't really put that into your business Mm. so um don't just focus on business stuff you've got to focus on yourself as well definitely so let's let's talk a little bit more about what your business is doing let's just digi teach and said like obviously so now you are on Facebook and you're on Instagram, aren't you? So if people yes, want to come and have a look. So DigiTechNZ. Yep. Yes. Uh, so I teach digital technology to, um, in the past, it's been students and teachers. And now in my new business, as well as doing that, I'm teaching senior citizens how to use their technology. So there's, Which there's is a big gap. certainly in a-, a massive Oh, it's, it's huge but it's so heartwarming that's where I get the most um, satisfaction it's just so heartwarming um, to, to see them empowered and starting to feel confidence and things so I found there's a huge gap in the market because there are a lot of techie people you know you can go into the telecom or Optoshop or whatever and you'll have someone talking very fast at you trying to fix your phone and they don't have the personal skills to help you feel good about what you're doing. So, um, and that's a lot of techie people and that's what makes them good techie people. They have to be in that brain set. It's like, you know, you need to be the analytical people, but um, it's not good when you're trying to teach someone. So that gap in the market is hopefully something that I'm trying to fill with having that personal relationship and support and handholding on top of all the expert knowledge and showing them why things happen and all those sorts of things. In terms of you know people who didn't who weren't born to technology and um, you know so they're that bit older and they're adopting it as they go through and I guess in some ways I'm becoming that <laughs> in terms oh, look, of um, yeah. you know you're left going what on earth is TikTok and what on earth is this anyway <laughs> it's like oh no I don't need to be a part of that and no no I don't want to do that I get that but for older people. Uh, what I wish that they would realise is that they're more than capable, that this technology has been made to um, to help people who have no idea what they're doing, but it's the willingness to learn and the willingness to go, this is not above you. Look back at all of the things you've learned in your life. You can learn this. Just look at it. You will learn. But I sort of see older people go, oh, I don't want to worry about that no that's 
too much. I don't want my brain to think about that. But I think it's a good thing to keep learning Absolutely. all the way through. Yeah. Well, you think most of, if I'm dealing with someone who's 75 or 80, for instance, technology was really becoming big in the workplace when they retired. So they didn't get that opportunity like everyone else to practice it every day. And it's the same as anything. You need mileage. You need practice time to become confident at something or learn a new skill. And they've just missed out on that. And you're right. So often they say, I'm done. I'm so done. I can't do this. And I'm like, excuse me. You have just run your own business for the past 40 years. And like you wouldn't say that somebody is done because they can't speak Mandarin. It's just that they haven't learned it yet, you know? Yeah. But they get so hard on themselves. And again, it's going back to that taking a risk. A lot of my job is saying, just try it. Take the risk. Just take the risk. You're not going to break it. You're not going to, you know, blow up yeah. the earth. It's okay because they're very scared of those sorts of things. So, yeah, I still work on um, the risk taking a lot, especially with that seniors. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us um, and sharing your insights. Have you found someone, a small business for us to follow this week? Who are we going to give our boost to? I have. I found this great um, online store where people with disabilities are able to sort of be their own entrepreneurs and take that risk and get themselves out there. So this is a um, page that's based in America, in San Diego. It's called Dancing Around the Oak Tree Art Studio. So they are um, involved in helping people create their art and then sell them and become, you know, a little bit more self-sufficient, which I think is amazing. It's Dancing Around the Oak Tree Art Studio. Yes, it is. Brilliant. Okay. And so I will definitely, I will put the link um, into this week's episode description. If you would like to know more about Vanessa and what she's doing with DigiTeach NZ, you will just just search DigiTeach NZ. I'll also put it in the link to the episode um, on Facebook and Instagram, and uh, along with the links for Mouthing Off. Thank you so much, Vanessa, for um, sharing this week. It's been really cool and so lovely to hear your beautiful accent. <laughs> I still wish I had the Australian accent, but um, <laughs> oh, I think it's gone. It's- I know, I know. <laughs> but people in New Zealand still say, are you Australian? And I think I've lost it completely. But, oh, my yeah. goodness. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But thank you so much for having me. It's been great. It's been a blast. Okay, now that is it for this week. You have been listening to Ruth Geist and Vanessa Stubbles on the Boost Angel podcast. Remember, you have one life, just one. So don't be scared to run towards your goals like you're on fire. And until next week, stay flawsome.